everybody, welcome back to another episode of Cover B Graphic Novelty. Yes, we have a graphic novel we want to talk to you about. We do, and we're really excited about really it. Really excited about it. This one surprised the heck out this of me. So good. Uh, this one is called Aster of Pan. Uh, it is by a French writer and artist named Merwan Chabain. I'm sorry if I pronounced your name wrong. M-E-R-W-A-N. Uh, I think he just goes by Merwan. Um, this book was so super cool. General premise is that it's another uh, sort of post-apocalyptic book. Yep. Uh, it takes place in some sort of post-apocalyptic land, vaguely European-esque Um and, you know, there's ruined buildings everywhere. There's this tribe of people that are fairly low tech. Um, and they're just trying to get by. And there's pirates that assault them from time to time. And those pirates are a darn nuisance and all this stuff. Uh, and then the world kind of expands as the story goes on. And it takes a complete left field direction. Like, it just totally turns on its head into this, Absolutely. like, really epic story. It becomes more than what I thought it was going to be because I originally thought it was just going to be like another uh, post-apocalyptic underground kind of comic. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, look. Ugh. Anyway, we follow uh, this character, Aster, uh, who the book is named after. She's a very energetic young lady uh, living in Pan. Um, so Aster of Pan. There you go. The title. Roll credits. Uh <laughs> And she is considered an outsider uh, among her people. She's not born of that world. I guess she was found uh, as a baby. And she has to deal with kind of being an outcast and stuff and earning the respect of her village, of her homeland. Yeah. Um, and she's just, her duties are mainly just scavenging. She goes out scavenging with her friend. Um, and yeah, it's it's just a, it's a delight this is such a delightful book. It really is. It's hard because I want to talk about like specific things that happen, but I desperately don't because I want you to be able to experience them the way that it it kind of rolls off. Um, the way the story plays out and the way the story is read feels, it starts very standard, like Chris said. It feels very much just like, oh, it's a standard post-apocalyptic comic, whatever. But by the time you're in the middle of this book, and it is a hefty boy. It is a thick, mm -hmm. thick graphic novelty. Big, beautiful hardcover. It's lovely. Um, but by the time you're like halfway through, it feels like like a random early 2000s comedy movie. And I adore it. As Chris says, it goes left field and it is so cool yeah. the way that it depicts and the characters are engaging and it's it's relatable. You feel fully immersed. You feel like it could actually happen. Mm -hmm. um, it feels like this could have been a different direction. Things have could have gone if certain wars had ended a little bit differently than they had yeah. in our past. Yeah, it's it's fully believable. And these characters are so well written and so engaging. And yeah. I, I just, I was so impressed by this book. Yeah. By like the second, third act, I've caught myself physically cheering literally yeah. out loud, reading this book, flipping to a page, seeing something happening and going, yes. Um, it was so good. I was on the edge of my seat. I wanted, I loved these characters. 
They did such a good job. Merwan did such a good job developing these characters into characters that you just feel for and you love. And Aster's so delightfully energetic and positive. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's a little bit of a, like, a unrequited love thing going on, but it's not, like, tedious. Like, a lot of those kind of... No. Un- you know, and shrouded in bitterness. And there's jealousy and, you know... uh people with ego that they have to kind of overcome and political intrigue, but none of it is so like heavy that it detracts from the overall, just kind of delightful, easy to understand concept. And I don't feel like it's giving too much away because the back of the book I noticed pretty much explains what happened. So I'm going to go ahead and explain. Um, I'll give you a little bit more of a plot taste. So one day the people of pan are set upon by this, an envoy, an ambassador from another uh, nation. And this nation is very technologically advanced. Give off like some real US of A vibes. (laughs) Um, It really does. They're like, hey, you know, we want to help you and we'll give you, you know, supplies and technology and you'll be a part of our nation. And, but, what we need from you is food because we don't have a lot of food. And they're like, um, we don't. And they're like, well, we, <laughs> we don't have a lot of food either. So that kind of sucks. And they're like, okay, well, you know, we just want to offer you to join us. Uh, you know, you can say yes and that's cool. And we'll, you know, get all the paperwork signed up. If you say no, uh, we're going to go to war. Cool. Um, <laughs> so the uh, leader, the de facto leader of pan basically challenges them to some sort of like contest um to which apparently that nation the the technologically advanced nations contest of choice is effectively dodgeball do you see why we think it's It's, pretty american up in here it's (laughs) it's dodgeball meets hunger games absolutely um, it's, it's not even just dodgeball it's dodgeball the movie yeah meets hunger games. and it's it's incredible if you read the back of the book it says the principles of celestial mechanics and it gives you the three principles first principle two forces face off each composed of seven envoys second principle the envoys attempt to strike their opponent with an orb dodgeball uh those who are struck must leave the grounds third principle a cycle ends when all of one force's envoys are out. The revolution is over when a single force has won two cycles. So they go through three, um, you know, these three cycles to see who wins this dodgeball tournament. And it's just fantastic. It's, it's so riveting. Uh, you get to see more of the world as the thing goes by. You get to see these adorable little people, from the envoys from Pan, experiencing this bigger world. It's got like a real like fast coming of age kind of element to it where they kind of for everybody, even the older characters kind of have this like awakening moment where they're seeing this bigger world that, you know, they haven't really experienced. Um, And there's, you know, talk about family and there's talk about what it means to be an outsider and all this stuff. And it's just it's got a ton of heart. And a ton of energy and the art is beautiful and like pastel like everything is very like soft very soft colors and shading with a you know watercolor vibe to it it's so good it's very cool too because it touches on some standard kind of movie-esque tropes but it does them in such a way that the same way you're watching like a really good rom-com you're like 
fully committed and you know the type of thing that is likely going to happen, but you want it to happen anyway. Like, you want these people to be together and you want this guy to be, you know, brought back into the family embrace again. And you want, you know, this person to know their true background and heritage. And it's cool because they introduce other nations and, and conflict that is there between these other nations. So this world feels huge and interesting and you want more stories from the way that they've developed the world. And it, it's so just clever the way that everyone's depicted and everyone has very standard kind of, you know, mild expectations, but that doesn't detract from it. You're not like, oh yeah, that's going to do this. And this is person's going to do that. And this is how this is going to end. Even if you kind of have an inkling that these things are going to end out in a certain way, you're happy for it. You want it to be like that. Yeah. It's it's exactly like watching a rom-com. You're like, I know this person, this person's going to end up together in the end. And I want that to happen. I'm sitting here watching this two-hour movie being like, I know that you're going to end up together at the end because otherwise this money's not going to make any movie in the box office. Yeah. But I'm still sitting here being like, no, you have to make it. You have to work it out. Yeah, yeah this, this book felt very formulaic in the way that like a good young adult novel or a good, like I, I even get like, anime vibes right like yes. more youthful animes where you know animes are often broken up in like large arcs right yep and this feels like that type of arc that hooks people it's yep. like one of the earlier arcs and it's the one everybody recognizes and has like all the moments people love in it like this feels like that because it's got that same sort of formula where it's like very easy to comprehend end goal and then there's like twists and turns along the way but otherwise the the narrative just thrusts straight towards the end. There's not a lot of like, there's no, I don't even think there's any, there's no like flashbacks. There's no like, you know, time stops where everything kind of like, there's one moment where there's like a time, like typical comic book, like time slowing. And we're showing you different panels as everything's moving, but time in this book pretty much just like pretty linear trucks along. Yeah. And you know, the narrative is a hundred percent linear. There's no flashing back. There's no parallel story arcs going on. Like it's all just like, here you go. Um, but your comparison to anime is a really good one too, because it does a good job of not just focusing. Sometimes comics can lean too heavily in just the main protagonist and you don't get a lot of depth on the people around them. They're just sort of like there to move the plot forward or there to progress a story or there to fill a need. But in this one, I feel like we get ample representation of all of the characters that we're introduced to and we understand their backgrounds mm -hmm. and their motivation and mm -hmm. why they are where they are and what they're doing and and you relate to everybody whether that's Astor or not and I think that's a really anime style thing to do is that you know if you're watching a, a show like Naruto you care about all of the characters not just Naruto and it's the same thing in this like yeah. you care about everybody not just Astor and I think that's a really cool way yeah. of doing that especially when you're typically so limited in a comic format i agree the book itself physically is beautiful the it's huge <laughs> it's a big old book it's uh i'm gonna guess 14 by 16 14 by 18 kind of book um it's not your typical you know 13 by 9 trade paperback or hardcover um it's got a beautiful 
kind of rounded edge to it. It's a hardcover with a nice spine. The logo, the choice of lettering and font for the logo is fantastic. It gives so it kind cool. of a modern tech feel. It's got Merwan's beautiful art over it. He did a great job on the cover. It features Aster standing tall and proud. And it's a beautiful and the cover, Tiffany blue. <laughs> the cover itself, it is a beautiful Tiffany blue. The cover itself actually features into the narrative, and we see the image from the cover again. When you open it, nice pastel pink interior pages hit you, and then it just dives right into the story with a few, you know, kind of intro pages. It's just good. It's just good. It's, it's a it's a beautiful book. Would look great on a shelf. Would look great on a coffee table. This is the kind of one that you gift to people who are into you know more unique graphic novels. Anybody looking for a story that's just quick, like you you read this in a day. It's not so short that you feel like you're robbed out. of things. And yeah. there's so much action in the art that you can just spend so much time just reading the art itself. Yep. Um, and feeling the action and feeling the movements of the characters and observing the faces and getting lost in the settings and things like that um it's just it's an incredible book this is a very very good book this is not one worth missing up 30 bucks comes from magnetic uh publishing it's rated for young adults which Absolutely is right on, on. Par. Um, you guys know we don't typically do a lot of graphic novelties i feel like almost all of our graphic novelties up at this point have been brubaker because we yeah. have a soft spot um we don't we like you don't have a ton of time. Um, just like our our shirts always say, you know, I can't. I'm reading comics, so yeah. we we understand that getting your weekly pull sometimes keeps you from pulling out the bigger things off the shelf and having time to dedicate to a book like that. So when we do a graphic novelty, it's exclusively something that we really want to recommend. We really really care about. We really think that we would hope you would want to pick up as well and this absolutely applies to this book it's one of those that mm -hmm. you might need to set aside a rainy day when it's you know gloomy and gross outside and you can't go anywhere anyway because it's a patricia uh so <laughs> this is the this is a great one to have on the shelf and be able to take down and give a good read because yeah. i promise it's stop watching that episode of friends again and pick this <laughs> up instead yeah Get out and get this one. This one is incredible. This is not one to pass up. It is just a fun time. And I I hope Merwan puts out more of these. Whether he continues the story of Aster of Pan or he puts out more things like this, I'm going to have him on my radar forever because this was just such a good book. I absolutely, absolutely hope that there's more stories in this world. Mm -hmm. Even if we're done with the story of Aster, I desperately want more from this world and and the different nations that he's yeah and there's built. a lot he could get out of this Absolutely. because there's a lot of characters in here that we have suggestions of what their story is and what their connection to everything is um but that's it oh absolutely. you know and there's a lot of history here that's mentioned like there's a lot of things that have occurred in the past that yep. are mentioned uh that would be great to kind of explore um this was so good <laughs> I, 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 I don't know raving, what else to say. Yeah, I, just... I know I'm just kind of going in circles talking about how great this is, but I just can't can't instill in you enough how much fun this book was. Pick uh, this up. Yeah, Pick definitely it up. get Go this Go get one. it. 
All right, well, that's gonna do it for us today. If you want more cover B, more graphic novelties, maybe a real extra, you're feeling like a movie night, uh, maybe you're just looking for a good rant and need some key issues, you can find all of those episodes and all of our past episodes on our website, coverbpodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. I've been doing so much better about consistently <laughs> posting. There's cool fan art, there's memes, there's... Uh, weird bits of comic trivia there's uh news and updates and alerts and i've been doing nothing it's true he's useless yeah i'm great so <laughs> <laughs> follow us on facebook and twitter at cover b podcast follow us on tiktok too we have tiktoks it's um, true we have tiktoks they exist i have an instagram if you're into cosplay it's harder now that i can't leave the house and there's no cons but it's still coming yeah hey. <laughs> With that said, we will catch you later in the week for our regular episode, which is a special episode. Oh my god. We're gonna figure out what we're going to do about that. It might just be a normal episode, you know? We might we might shirk the expectations and just be like, screw it, hundred episodes. We're not gonna do anything special because we're gonna do a hundred more. Woo woo, hype train. I'm gonna tell you right now. The episode itself is going to be absolutely normal. There's going to be some sort of absolutely ridiculous and absurd introduction to the episode because that's what we do. Yeah, hey. <laughs> so look forward to that. <laughs> look forward to that assault on your ear hole. Uh, and we will catch you back here for more Cover, Cover B. B. Bye, everybody.